0: to the Unsophisticated palate,
1: A podcast about all things wine, beer, and spirits. Each week, join us on our journey as we drink and delve into different alcohol-related topics. I'm Mark. And I'm Jen. Cheers. Cheers. So today, we're going to be talking about all sorts of things. We're going to be talking about what a healthy serving of wine is amongst, you know, I don't know, lots of other things, like I said, yeah. like what a wine serving size is, what vessel they should be served in, what... Myths about wine health might be so many different things. Yeah,
0: but they're all kind of tied in. I they mean, are, they are tied in. You know, is they, it I mean, healthy? How much related. is healthy? You know, and then again, what's the best way to serve it in the right healthy serving size manner? Yeah, Right. Yeah, it yeah. flows. Oh yeah, oh, flow oh, yeah, no,
1: don't worry. It's all going to flow.
0: Well, <laughs>
1: I mean, my intro didn't flow.
0: <laughs> Jen can promise you it's going to flow. I won't promise you anything.
1: <laughs> so, yeah.
0: Well, I guess we would start off why people think it's healthy to begin with, yeah, um, and then we'll kind of see is it particularly healthy. But so, in in general, actually, most alcohol is long believed to have health benefits. And matter of fact, health uh, alcohol in the beginning, both wine um, and especially like the hard alcohol and spirits, um, were designed for health reasons. They were considered tonics and and things like that. And and actually the the Word goes back, I think it's the water of life, is if you take alcohol all the way back to the entom- entomology, I think of the word, um, and you take it all the way back, that's what it is. So it's been a long-held kind of belief, but um, in modern times, the reason we kind of tend to really kind of think wine is, is this really healthy thing, um, partly comes from two things, and one was the in the 1980s. There was what was called the French paradox.
1: Oh, I remember the French paradox. Do you well. remember it? I yes. do. I do.
0: So for those who may not know, um, the the French would eat cheese and wine or uh, fatty foods, and I mean they would they, their diet was not what uh, most people would consider healthy,
1: right? But it was all the delicious things, all
0: the delicious things, Ugh. and yet they had relative relatively low rates of heart disease compared to p- countries um, that supposedly ate healthier. So there's several things that have come out since, such as variety of diet and they weren't eating them in large amounts and et cetera, et cetera. But at the time, um, and still to this day, it was also believed that part of the reason for that was the wine they drank because they ate all these cheeses and fatty stuff and good yummy foods, but they also drank more wine than the average person. So that was kind of that
1: Particularly red wine, right?
0: Particularly red wine. Yes. Um, And that was really where people kind of looked towards. Um, and then that was kind of starting to die off a little bit, and then out comes the Mediterranean diet, which is a, uh, a little bit similar. Um, uh, in in, I guess it wasn't super similar. They didn't eat super fat. Well, <laughs> food. they still
1: had, di- but it was different kinds of fat, right? Yes. Didn't they use like? Well, go ahead, say what they had. But no, no, It no. wasn't it, it like was olive like, oil and yeah, stuff so like that. It wasn't fatty in the like cheese sense, but yes. they had like. Well, and then
0: they ate a lot of fish. It was a generally healthier diet than. The French one, but it also, again, contained a healthy... Well, healthy, promise Air a, quotes here. Air healthy. Quotes, a, a, um, what's another way to say it? A, a generous, substantial. Yeah. <laughs> a generous, substantial amount of wine as part of that diet. And again, they had lower rates of heart disease. They tended to live longer, everything else. And so it, this must be a big part of what's doing it. So that, that, that kind of... Um, You know, led to, and and a lot of that is still carried over to today. Uh, And so you did some actual research on other people's research. Right. So, (laughs) and so you did some actual research on other people's research. Right. So,
1: I mean, they do say that red wine is high in something called resverterol, which is kind of like an antioxidant and it could have various health benefits like boost heart health and. Help with some kinds of cancer and vision loss and certain other things, but to be perfectly honest, in wine, it y- yes, yes, it could help, but eating things like berries is going to be more helpful. Yep. Um, so, or eating the grapes themselves, <laughs> eating the grapes themselves yeah, is going to yes. be more beneficial than drinking the wine. So, yes, you can get some some health benefit from wine, but it may it's not as beneficial as actually eating the fruit itself. So, and. It's supposed to be in moderation if you do. Like, women, particularly, should not have more than one glass a day, and men, not more than two. Yeah, I don't know why women can only have one. It's not really that fair.
0: Oh, actually, it's because men weigh a little bit more. And men also have an enzyme that metabolizes alcohol okay, fine, a little bit faster. Whatever. Sorry. It's just not fair. It's still not fair. <laughs> oh, I'm not say, saying it's fair. It just doesn't seem fair. I'm not saying it's fair. I'm fine. just saying you we're, drink your two glasses We're bigger of wine. and fatter so we okay, can fine. drink more wine. Okay, fine. You can be
1: bigger. And, and we got fatter. magic
0: enzyme apparently. Yeah. Um, also in there though, I mean there's there's a lot of conflicting reports, a lot that came out that said it was healthy, a lot that came out that said it wasn't. So um, you know, I know my own personal story. And again, that's I think the other thing is there's a lot of anecdotes out there, right? Right, of course. Um, and so for me personally, um, my I have problems with my good cholesterol or my healthy cholesterol. And so it was, I danced all over the bare minimum line. It's, it's supposed to be no less than 30. And I would test at 29, 31, 28, 32. I was like dancing all over the line. so weird because most people minimum. are the
1: opposite. They have the high cholesterol problem with the bad cholesterol.
0: Yeah. And my bad cholesterol has never been bad. My yeah. good cholesterol, though, has been low. And that is with the garlic and the exercise. And do I did everything else they said with the exception of drinking wine. And, and I is, did not drink much. If you've listened to this podcast, you know that. Um, previously until the past probably four or five years or so and part of what i did is i decided to experiment and i said i'm gonna drink a glass of red wine Um, and i did that about five nights a week for the two or three weeks leading up to my next cholesterol test and sure enough it jumped up it was like 38 39 now that's
1: which is so wild still
0: really really low but that's a significant increase i'm no longer dancing on the line yeah and so for me That's what kind of started my journey and delving into wine and then alcohol. And then, you know, eventually ending up where I am today um, is I started drinking it a little literally purely medicinally. I didn't really get a lot of enjoyment out of it, but it boosted my good cholesterol. Now that, again, though, isn't necessarily the best thing. That's my particular case. Things can be different. Um, and, And really, as I think you mentioned, really what it comes down to is moderation. And one of the things I like is there was a, a quote that I tend to, to go back to, which is, if you are happy, you are 50% less likely to die young, Jen. Oh. And drinking wine can possibly make you happy. <laughs> it makes me really happy. <laughs> if you're drinking it for the right reasons in the right way.
1: That's right. And
0: we've always said, do what makes you happy here. That's right. And so... Um, as long as you're doing it within moderation yeah. and doing it intelligently.
1: Absolutely. Um, that Those are key.
0: Yeah. That's really what it comes down to. And of course, too, I think we've said this, but, you know, you know, eat right, exercise, do all those things before you decide yeah. that alcohol Absolutely. is going to fix Alcohol anything. should
1: not be your first go-to. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Never. But, you
0: know. No. No. But um, so you talked about... Um, Oh, so you talked about what is moderation? So it's yeah. a, a drink a day for the women, and 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 two for for the men. Yeah, thank you, men. Um, and <laughs> uh, men. I, <laughs> I thank you, enzyme, I guess, yeah. um, or fatness, whatever, one of the two. Um, and then also, ideally, uh, one or two more alcohol-free days a week um, right. is is a good idea. Um, but you know that that begs the question, Jen. What is a drink because so
1: so this is this is gonna be really disappointing to a lot of people out there as it was for me Yep, um a drink is tiny and (laughs) um (laughs) it's pretty darn tiny and especially if you have big wine glasses like i do um (laughs) when you realize what an actual serving size is and what it looks like in your glass so an actual serving size is five ounces and um of what wine. that means, of wine. So, yes. of wine, yeah. So, we're tra- I'm just purely talking about wine here. I'm yeah. only going to talk about wine, wine only. So, if I, we're not talking about, like, vodka. Yeah, okay, that's so, what I wanted to clarify. Yeah, so, <laughs> serving size of vodka is not five ounces. Do, do not go around spreading, like, oh, Jen from the Unsophisticated Palate said five ounces of vodka. That's one serving. Hey, everybody, I'm pardon. I'm two <laughs> servings today. Um, <laughs> I'm a man. So, what that means is, if you have a bottle of wine, okay, mm-hmm. a bottle of wine is 750 milliliters and
0: okay there's the, oh, no 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 no
1: I asked Alexa okay I good can't say that too loudly. oh man she just heard me um I don't know
0: that one <laughs> there she goes
1: um how many ounces that was that's 25.4 ounces which means it's just about five glasses I have well, been telling no, no, sh- oh I know I have been telling myself for years a bottle of wine is four glasses of wine yeah. Okay. And I have been pouring accordingly. Yeah, okay. I have told myself, oh yeah, this is four glasses. Boom, boom, boom. Um,
0: no, <laughs> I only had two glasses tonight. That's
1: that's right. Um, no, a bottle of wine is five glasses of wine. And um, at home, gen- what they say is generally what you're pouring is seven to nine ounces in <laughs> that's your glass. Probably
0: right, if I'm honest.
1: <laughs> and um, you're probably having more than one glass.
0: Yeah, I might. Mm
1: -hmm. And also, you know, glasses aren't the same size. They're not the same shape. So it's hard to tell what you're pouring in your glass. So it makes it very difficult. When you go, it's it's a very tricky game. And so I'll go to a restaurant and when they pour me a glass of wine, I look at it and I'm like, what the heck is this? <laughs> right. This is not what I'm pouring in my house. Like, is this a baby glass? <laughs> like, what is this? what's this little mini? And probably because it's a serving of wine.
0: It's a legit yeah. serving. And
1: sometimes you'll see those little lines on the glass. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen those at yes. restaurants. You know that that's the marker. Like, yeah. that's the five-ouncer. So
0: that they don't overpour. Right,
1: exactly. So there, you'll go, sometimes I'll see at a restaurant, there'll be two options, or at a wine bar, mm-hmm. it'll say either, you know, the five-ounce and the nine-ounce option or mm-hmm. the six ounce and the eight ounce option and you know uh, the first option is really you know the five to six ounces you're serving right yes. like that's really what you should be ordering but who orders that Or oh, the airport sometimes yes oh the airport it gets me every time and hotels right they get me every time because they're like well, which option would you like of course i want the large yeah
0: otherwise you're just weak right oh, there's <laughs> a one restaurant
1: down by me over here that offers a glass or a glass and a half That's how they offer it. I call it the GH. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I'm going to have the GH tonight. I actually say, I order it that way. I probably sound like the biggest ass. No, I like it. I'm like, I'll have the GH of Chardonnay. And they're like, like, okay. They know. You you have the GH. (laughs) They Um, know. know.
0: I'm sure you're not the only one ordering the GH. So clearly,
1: you know, I should be probably just ordering the G. But (laughs) (laughs) anyway uh serving size is five ounces and we should be having one yeah because that's your serving a day yeah ladies gentlemen you can have two
0: yeah but you know again well i guess that is moderation i think if you know i don't know i i don't want to recommend outside of moderation but i myself um i i'm probably more of a you know tend to well i guess if a no, I guess I'm about a 10 ounce because I'm about a third of a bottle. So maybe even a little bit less than that per night. So, yeah. yeah, eight or nine ounces. So about a glass and a half. No, I guess that's probably closer to two glasses. Yeah. it, it know, See, the math, I don't like math. That's why. <laughs> maybe
1: what I should be doing is getting smaller glasses.
0: Well, you know what I read was that over time, the wine glass has gotten bigger, as you were just talking about. There's several different sizes. And if you go back, like, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50, 100 years, a wine glass was five ounces. I mean, you filled it. Um, yeah. And then over time, now we've got these glasses. Like, I mean, this thing we're drinking out of here today, uh, what would you think that would hold? 16? What it would it hold think?
1: if I filled it to the rim?
0: Yeah. Like 16-ish?
1: Oh, Yeah. More? I don't know. It, it would hold a lot. It would hold yeah. a lot.
0: And and now here's the challenge. And if, that's
1: not even compared to my... Look at my other wine glass over oh yeah. there.
0: And we're drinking out of a white wine glass. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, and my red
1: wine glass would hold so much which more. Which are
0: bigger. Oh, yeah. That's easily 20 ounces plus. So and, and now here's the thing, too, is when you appropriately fill a glass. So if you were to take this glass, which you guys can't see, but you can imagine in your head um if you were to fill it up you're supposed to fill it to the point you know it kind of rounds or whatever and it hits like this point where it kind of hits that maximum air exposure if you will where it kind of it, it rounds and rounds then it starts, the starts. yeah hits the curve rounds the curve you're supposed to fill right to about where that rounds the curve that's going to give it the most air exposure that's going to give it the and which is why the white we'll go into this a little bit more but why the white wine glasses are smaller because you don't want them to have that much air exposure but again so you fill it right up to there. And then if you look, and if you were to fill this glass to that point, I mean the glass is maybe a fifth.
1: A full fifth, yeah.
0: At most. And so that's the challenge with so many glasses. And if you look at like that big red one over there, same thing. It's about a fifth, maybe a third max full. But if you're right. like me, you know, that doesn't look full. So you pour it. Now you don't pour you know obviously to the top and, and i don't think many people do but you're going to fill that thing halfway full right, right? Oh. and so if we're looking at say that red glass there that's minimum 10 ounces
1: oh yeah and oh if, minimum yeah yeah and this sure. white
0: one is probably a good eight ounces if you yeah, fill that up halfway. absolutely i know so it's very easy to think you're having a serving and be having a lot more right a double yeah and so uh, and, or at least a gh a gh <laughs> at least a gh <laughs> <laughs> so, so I think that the, the message here is just be aware of that, right. and and
1: and so when you get those tiny glasses at the restaurant, just know that that's actually a serving.
0: Yes, and when you're pouring at home, maybe you know take just that little bit edge off. It's it's you're probably not going to notice it, and it's going to be better for you. Right. You know, and I'm I'm saying, one thing go from I've noticed. If this will make you Twitter. feel better. Yes.
1: I've noticed that if I pour myself smaller glasses, the temperature on my wine is. Better, like it keeps it more consistent with what I like in my temperature on a wine,
0: and that actually makes sense because if it's smaller, you're going to drink it a lot faster. I'm mean, sorry, yeah, you're going to drink it faster, so the temperature is going to stay. If it's a bigger glass, you're going to take right. longer to drink it. It's going to get yeah. So it just kind of keeps
1: my temperature correct, and you know, just everything is kind of perfect, and so that's better. So yes. I'm kind of trying to. I'm going to spin it for everybody. Give this a positive spin. I like it. I actually call them French pours. <laughs> because when I'm in France, um, the four the pores are per, they feel like particularly tiny. I swear they're like three ounce. Oh, really? I don't know what the heck they do in France. Those pores are tiny.
0: Well, it's that French paradox. I know. I swear. <laughs> That's why they can drink so um, much. They pour it's like
1: a <laughs> shot. Um, but those tiny little pores. So I call them French pores when it's really boy like a five <laughs> bouncer. Anyway, nice. moving on. Okay, yes, Let's moving talk on. about types of wine glasses. Yeah.
0: So. That so your wine glasses they're usually clear. I mean there are some that are like have these cool smoky colors or flavors or hints to them. Um, You know some of them look cool, but as soon as you put wine in them, I think they look a little different. And the whole idea why most are clear is so you can see that color. I mean if you listen to our tasting episode, you know you're supposed to like look at the legs and look at the color. And it's also I mean a good wine actually most wines have a, a. distinct color to them right kind of like enjoying it even the white one it's like what how much yellow is in there how much i don't know whatever you just it there's something appealing to the look i agree yeah so that's why they're generally clear but if you prefer unclear that's okay
1: that's okay you can you you do
0: you boo you do you (laughs) Um, (laughs) so there's a lot of different glasses out there so we're gonna cover some of them um far from all of them um but you've got your red wine glasses so Red wines are best served in the larger wine glasses. The bowl of the glass is going to be fuller and rounder, and it's going to have a larger opening at the top. And that's because there's a little extra space for your nose to detect that aroma Mm -hmm. and to really get in there. And because the reds do tend to have a lot more of a nose or bouquet to them, um, you really want to be able to get your nose in there um and that also with the red wines which have the tannins and we've talked about wanting to let them breathe that gives them again more exposure to the oxygen in the air and lets them do their thing so that's why red wine glasses tend to be a little bit bigger a little bit more bulbous yeah i love that word so much i
1: don't
0: i don't know that that might be i never thought i had a word that i was that i didn't really like but now that i say it you don't like it oh i kind
1: of like it It's it's so descriptive
0: Yeah, but it's... I don't know. Bulbous doesn't sound positive to me. Am I I wrong?
1: No, it doesn't sound positive, but I love it. (laughs) But
0: I like it anyway. Okay, so you have your bulbous reds, um, (laughs) white glasses. They tend to be more Mm -hmm. U-shaped and upright, so kind of... uh, They
1: are U-shaped. I never thought of them that way, but they really are. Yeah. They're like a U.
0: They're a lot more narrow and, and like a U. Um, and, and I read that. I'd like to oh, say that you. I geniusly came up with that on my own, but nope, I, I read mm-hmm. that. Um, <laughs> and it, but that also, it allows the aromas to be released, so you can kind of get your nose in there, but it also helps it maintain the cooler temperature because it's more condensed in, the, in, in, in an area, so it's going to keep that temperature, and it doesn't need that oxygenation and, and breathing like a red does, so you don't need that big exposure. So that's your white... You have your champagne, um, which we discussed on our bubbly episode. Right. So, if you want a lot more details, or you want to get dig dig deeper into that, uh, go check that episode out. But um, they're upright and narrow. There's the the flues. Flute. Flutes. I'm sorry, the flutes. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you've got we've seen them in the movies, yeah. whatever. I mean, you they're we all fancy. know the champagne glasses. They're very fancy looking. Um, And the idea is, is to, again, keep them cold. It retains the carbonation and captures the flavor. And then the last glass we'll talk about today. um, And again, there's so many others and so many more. um, And these are really just wine. And again, these are just the more common wine ones. Um, There's, I mean, there's about five different red glasses oh, for Oh my gosh, reds. I know. You can go into <laughs>
1: like, every specific one, the Bordeaux glass, and then this, and then that.
0: Yeah, yeah, you can get really deep into it. So we're, again, high level here, yeah. but just so you understand what they are and why, and if you look at it, the shapes are generally pretty obvious. So you'll know it may be one of 10 varieties of red glasses, but it's a red glass. Totally. Right? Um, so your port or desserts, uh, they're generally smaller uh, to direct the wine to the back of your mouth so the sweetness doesn't overwhelm. Um Ooh and and they also have uh because dessert wines have a higher alcohol content um those smaller glasses are you it's a smaller serving size too by the way so when you're drinking those dessert wines and ports with the higher alcohol content that five ounce rule
1: does not apply
0: no don't, don't 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 try and skirt the rules. No, by no. pouring eight ounces of port because you're not. Well, actually, you'll probably be feeling very good. Oh my god,
1: that would be a lot of port. That is a, a lot. Five of port. ouncer
0: I love port. Yeah, but yeah, eight ounces of port. I mean, five ounces of port would probably be too much. Eight right. ounces would be ov- oh, overwhelming. Oh man, that would yeah.
1: be way too much. Yeah, too much. Too yeah. much.
0: So anyway, so that's that's your 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 glasses there, but there's
1: well, and then there's the stemless versus the stem.
0: Yes, right? I have feelings on that. Jen. I bet you I want do. To, I want you to tell us about that. So and you then know, go.
1: there are there are a lot of people who have feelings about stem versus stemless. <laughs> actually, I do too. Um, so traditionally, most people drink wine out of stemmed glasses. Basically, a stemmed glass is the glass that has you know. A stem? A stem, you know, like the whole thing coming down from it, you know, it sits tall. It's, you know, your traditional wine glass. The stemless does not have that. It is without a stem. (laughs) And there are pluses and minuses to the stemless glass. Mm -hmm. Um, Some of the pluses are that it's easier to handle. It's versatile, so you can use it for wine. You can use it for cocktails, juice, soda. Um, it's easier to store. You can travel with it. You know, it, there are so many it's pluses. Plus, it's likely to right. break.
0: You're not going to knock exactly. it over. Um, at a table, sometimes you like, I've sat at tables, you're trying to look around the wine glasses at people.
1: Totally. Those or are When all... you re- go
0: to reach and grab something, you're going to hit that thing. Yep.
1: Exactly. If there are kids around, those are better to have. Yes. They make good plastic versions, you know, easy to take to picnics. All those things, Yes. the minuses. Marking the glass with your fingerprints. A lot of people, when you hold a stemmed glass, technically you're supposed to hold it by the stem, um, because if you hold it by the actual bowl, it changes the temperature of the wine. Um, So can
0: I tell you a fun story on that one? Oh, sure. It's not even my story, but I liked it. I heard it recently. So I was talking to a friend of mine a CEO. and he was telling us that back in his early days he was a uh, on a, a sales manager and he was hanging out with the CEO of his company at that time and all his sales team and they were all drinking wine and they were all sitting around holding their wine glasses by the bowl, you know, as many, many people do. Yeah. And, I mean, I do
1: sometimes too, but
0: yeah and and the CEO was holding his by the stem and he just kind of casually mentioned he says, I forget the exact words, but it was something along the lines of, you know how you can tell executives from non-executives or something in that direction? He goes, by how they hold their wine glass. And he says, every single person <laughs> went straight to the stem and, and oh, it that way the good. whole rest of the night. And I think he said to this day, he's always remembered that, and he still holds it by the stem just because of that one comment. Oh my record, gosh, that is good.
1: Well, it does change the temperature of the wine. It doesn't matter. It matters more, they say, with white wine because... You know, it affects it. You know, you want that to be a little colder. colder yeah, you know? and your hand will with warm it up. With red wine, it's not doesn't impact it quite. You know, with red wine, people tend to hold it by the bowl a little bit more. But you know, they, people don't like to have fingerprints on the bowl and stuff like that, and it and does affect I, I the get temperature. All over. Um, and it's not as easy to swirl your wine with a. Um, Stemless glass, they say. I mean, you can, but... Yeah, it is a little different. But there's something different about swirling your wine with a stemless glass versus a non-stemless. There's something... Personally, I like a stemmed glass, not a stemless. It's just a preference, and that's what it comes down to for a lot of people. Obviously, as we always say on this show, do what you like, drink what you like, have fun. I like a stemmed glass. There's something just kind of more i don't know there's something traditional about drinking with a glass wine glass
0: it's elegant it's
1: elegant i don't like stemless glasses i it's not to say that if someone gave me a stemless wine glass i wouldn't drink out of it i go to places and i drink out of them whenever it's given to me i'm not going to turn away a glass of wine (laughs) but um i prefer drinking out of a stemmed glass how about you
0: well, I said I had strong feelings. Strong is probably too strong of a word. But I personally, I'm on the other side of this. I know most people don't like the Stemless and there's a lot of stigma to it. Yeah. Um, and I think that's maybe what gives me the strong feelings is, is the stigma. Um, I agree that there's something to the look and feel of a traditional wine glass that, that just you can't beat. And I love a good wine glass. but. I'm a little klutzy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm a little awkward at times. No, I like just setting the glass you like down. A solid. <laughs> I like that it sits there. I like that I'm not going to accidentally knock oh it God, over. I kind of want to
1: gift you all of my stemless. They're glasses. easier
0: to clean. <laughs> um, because I, I used to, I, I, well, actually no, I've gotten better. I, I used to not be allowed to wash the wine glasses because I, heard. I would break them. Now actually, I Ari have since. Yeah, yeah, I have <laughs> since learned it was how I was holding it. Actually, you need to hold it by the stem because um, when you hold it by the bowl, uh, it, it allows it to be weak. And then I, I got the right tools and everything. So I'm now allowed to wash the wine glasses oh, and I get to break congratulations. one. Congratulations! <laughs> Before, I kid you, I just touched it and I broke it. But anyway, um, so I, and, and again, stemless tend to be a little thicker and they a little do. more solid. And so for me, knowing myself, I tend to just... Prefer, especially when it's just me and I'm drinking at home alone, which sounds really sad. I drink at home alone all the time. It's fine. It's not that bad, I swear. Uh, But that's when I'll do the stemless. Now, of course, you know, I'll, I'll, restaurant, I mean, I don't mind a stem glass and I like a stem glass, but I don't think they should have, the stemless should have the stigma. They do.
1: No, and it comes, you know, that's right. They shouldn't. Every glass should be equally loved. (laughs)
0: Well said, Jen. Well said. I don't know what to do with that. I, think we I should, don't know. I think we should wrap. Yeah, I know. Okay, well, you know
1: what? If anyone has would like to share their opinions, please go to theunsophisticatedpalette.com and contact us. And yeah.
0: Yeah, subscribe if you haven't already, which we're sure you have. Um, do share the word. Spread the word. All the other good things. Yeah. If the bird is the word. I don't know. The, oh Forget God, I Okay, that.
1: God. Until next time, <laughs> please drink responsibly. And
0: Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> I <laughs>